find myself often asking, how do I tell if I'm an adult? I've met older people that are immature and act like they're still in high school, so what does it take to be an adult? The best I could come up with is not dying before you turn 18. So I have a hard time identifying as an adult, especially since I still feel like a kid. That being said, I want to talk with other, quote, adults and learn from them. After all, the quickest and typically the most painless way to learn is through others. Somehow, we're adults. And we're going. Hey, Grandpa. How you I doing? was 10 years old. Pull the microphone a little bit closer to you. When my dad decided to take over a 285-acre farm. It's a large farm. Where, where at? In, North, in Franklin, New Hampshire. So you were born and raised in New Hampshire. I was born and raised. I was not born in New Hampshire. I was born in Massachusetts. Dedham, Mass., Lived there until I was six and a half, went to New Hampshire. So you don't remember Massachusetts much? I do not remember once. I remember the only thing I remember is my father digging a marble out with his hands out of my throat. That's all <laughs> I can remember. Would you eat you, 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 like a marble cigarette? A marble stuck, you know. Oh, oh, a marble. Okay, okay, like a, okay. But anyway, but Dad took over this place on consignment with another, for another man who had a business in Michigan. He was a lumberman. So they wanted someone to take over the farm. So mom and dad moved us two boys and a daughter to this farm. We worked that farm for six years, me and my kid brother. When you were 10 years old? When we were 10 years old. We worked it. We had 17 milking herd. We had horses. We had pigs. And later on, we had chickens. Well, so it's really cold there. So I'm assuming it was difficult to have little like animals like chickens. Yes, it was. Yeah, but they're tough. Yeah, they are tough. Uh, they're mean little critters. Yes, they are. They are very mean. But we was on a consignment. We rate. We got them at chicks. Got them going at four months. Oh, that's not bad. And to come and got them. Clean the place out, start reset them again with another ten thousand. That's how that went. Yeah. All the thing we did was keep them fed and watered. Yeah. So that's what your that's what your family did for income then. No, for income. I really don't know how mom and dad lived with this. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Other than my dad uh, was a carpenter. Okay. So he did he a lot of freelance finished, stuff. He was a Finnish carpenter. He built most of the Sunoco stations in New England back there then, and that was 1941-42. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's back. He was a cripple. Really? My dad was a cripple. How so? He fell 87 feet wow. off a building in Rhode Island. But he drove us home three months later. Really? With a broken leg, broken back, busted up jaw. Wow. And back then, medical stuff wasn't like it was today, yeah. so I'm sure that, that mm -hmm. he got fixed up the best he could, but that probably wasn't real great. All it was was cast, you know. Yeah. yeah. But Dad was a good man. He was yeah. a good man. Yeah, I'm sure but he still worked harder than most people he, do these days. The only thing he did on the farm most of the time was he mowed. He did the mowing with the team. 
We had no tractor. We had five horses. We had how we worked. We cut lumber. We cut wood for ourselves. We cut 30 coat of wood to get through the winter. And that's us. I built a lot of character back then. <laughs> Heck yeah. But no, no kid at age 10 to 16 these days is doing No, and we hiked over the mountain every day to go to school. How cold was it in It New was Hampshire? cold. All the time, it was wasn't cold. it? But you guys went swimming when it was probably like 40, 50, 60 degrees outside. You guys <laughs> well, thought that was warm. You didn't think of the weather. Yeah. You didn't think of the weather. Yeah. You were just happy to not be frozen. Yeah, Mama kept us wrapped up good, and off we go. You know. Yeah. But we we stayed there. Were you in school then? I was in school. So yeah. you went to school and worked a farm. And school worked a farm at the same time. Yes, we did. My so you didn't have out. no time for doing whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, we had plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sunday was not a work day. Dad would not work on Sunday. We would milk cattle and feed him. Take care of the horses, turn them out. What's that? Springtime. Hmm. But Sunday was do whatever you wanted to. As long as do you, do you still milk the cows and now, oh yeah, you have to milk the cows. Yeah. yeah. And so you say it wasn't a work day, but you guys still work. We still work. Yeah, it just wasn't as much work as every other day. But we was only there about two years when I came. We came home from school, and there was this truck backed into the barn, and. I noticed the writing on it said milk. I knew we had milking machines coming. Oh. Yep. That was a good day. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> Celebration time. Heck yeah. Yep. You just got a little bit more free time. You got yeah. a little more free time, strip them and take care of the milk, you know, wash up and clean up. But that was like take care of a small vegetable garden we had. You did a lot of hunting back then too, because how many? We, yes, we did our hunting. How how far away from like town were you guys? Because I remember you told me before. Five miles. Five miles. Five miles. Yeah, but that's five miles, like like to a grocery store, right? It's five miles to a grocery store. Okay, so you guys had access, but grocery stores in the 1940s, I'm sure, weren't like the grocery stores today. No, not like that. You knew everybody. Yeah, yeah. You well, just, that, you yeah. knew, especially the guy that run the grocery store. And they were much smaller than they are these days. Yeah, yeah. most of these guys fished with my father, so yeah, you know, yeah. And you, you, so you hunted most of the, you you we most hunted of what you as ate often was, as we could. You, you, most of what you guys ate, you either slaughtered yourselves, yeah. grew yourselves. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much went to the grocery store for We like never flour. went hungry. That yeah. was one thing we never did. We always had clothes. Well, the government gave out this these dungarees, sneakers, yeah. so on and so forth. Yep. Mama made out clothing up top, our top stuff. Mm. We did okay. Did your mom? Uh, your mom didn't work. I'm assuming back mom then. Mom never worked. Yeah, mom but mom, never. Well, you say never worked, but she raised you guys. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many siblings did you have? I had six of them. I had seven. There were seven of us. And you were the oldest. I uh, no. I was next to the youngest. Next to the youngest. Yep. Okay. I had uh, my brother William. He was the first. Okay. He died at the age of sixty-two of cancer. Yeah. I had a sister. She was married, had four or five kids of her own, nice kids. She passed away at the age of 93. Wow. Mama followed her at 93. My brother, my brother that lived on the farm with us 
gosh, I don't know how old he was. I'd say he was about 91, 92. Wow, that, but that's pretty cool that you yeah. guys all lived to be in your 90s. Yeah, except one, uh, two brothers. Yeah. Two more brothers passed on at 62. From cancer? One was cancer, one was a heart attack. Okay. Yeah, my other sister just died last year, and she was the last one to die of the family, and she was 93, 91. Wow. Just turned 91. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean... Yeah. That's crazy. You don't hear people get into their 90s anymore these no, days. No. That's crazy. But they ask, everybody asks me, how do you live so long? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I I ate good. Yeah. I worked hard. I, I imagine, worked very hard. I imagine that had something to do with it. Yes. You know, I know you've, you've, you know, you know, you've had heart issues before and yeah. cancer issues before, and and here you are still on the other side of it. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. They can do and say what they want, yeah. but I'm here. You smoked. I smoked until ninety two. Ninety two. Wow. So so had, that was a long time then. I started at around fourteen or fifteen. You, but you smoked tobacco out of a pipe. So you smoked, but you grew the tobacco, right? No, we didn't grow that kind of tobacco, but okay. we grew corn silk. What's that's that? That's what we smoked. Oh. We smoked corn silk. What is that? I've never even heard of that you before. You don't ear of corn. Yeah, yeah. Regular ear of corn that you eat. Uh-huh. Just they can get the silk off it and let it dry out and then roll it and smoke it. And you still got a buzz from that? Like that it did to do like tobacco did, where you get like a like a nicotine from it or anything. Nah, like that. you got something out of it. You didn't know what. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys know. were just bored. <laughs> you were looking for stuff to do while you were working the farm. It was everybody yeah. was doing it. Yeah. So therefore, we done it. You know. Yeah, exactly. But but I you, smoked until I was ninety two, and I quit. How did you quit? Did, I just quit. You just stopped. I day. just quit. Yeah. I was up to a pack and a half of cigarettes a day, plus my pipe. Yeah. Every evening in the house. You just get tired of it? And I just was going on vacation. And nobody smoked but me. So she stopped at the store, picked up some stuff for the trip. And I told her to pick up a carton of cigarettes. Okay. So I stayed outside, fired up one. I smoked it half and I said, what the hell am I doing? Hmm. I put it out. I had one more left in that pack. I took it up and I threw it away, and that has been it. I never touched another one. Was it hard at first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was such a habit. You were yep. used to doing it? Yep. We stopped on the way having meals and so on and so forth, and I'd just take a walk. Yeah. Just instead of buying that cigarette, take a walk, take a walk. Were you real irritable? No, I don't think so. I think I'm sure maybe. if we ask the if we ask the people around you, then they might have a different answer. Yeah, <laughs> they might. My daughter might. Yeah, uh, Lisa, she might have a little something to say about that. But no. it was not easy. Yeah, it wasn't. But but knowing what you know now, you you know you're glad you did it. But my doctor, when I came here, he told me when you fired that first one, you were doomed. Yeah. I mean, but you're, but you're ni- all it takes. Yeah, but you're 91 now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you must have been doing something right. Yeah, like <laughs> you must have been doing something right. Pills and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. But now you're into pill cocktails. <laughs> no. No, we kept that farm for six years. 
and the boys started coming home. My brothers, I had two brothers in the service. One was in the Pacific, working out of Tacoma, Washington, and the Edgecombe was his ship. So they they were in the Navy? They were in the Navy. So everyone listening, uh, my yeah. grandpa was in the Navy from, from when to when? When I was in yeah, well, 48 to 68. Okay, so you got your 20 years and that's when you hit retirement. And that's you said, it. I'm, I'm 20 done. years and four months is what I had. Uh, Bob didn't want the farm. He didn't want any part of it. Bob was your brother? Bob was my brother. Okay. Younger of the two. Okay. Uh, great guy. He just didn't he, want it. No, he had fired up a job in New Jersey when he got out of the service, and he went back to it. Grace chemical. but And that's what killed him. The chemicals? Yeah. Yeah. He had two daughters. From this lady mm -hmm. and uh, the other brother had four girls he lived on the ranch on the place back home we had another place we had two places 61 acres man that's he, a lot of property between yeah. you, said, you said 285 and 61 yeah that's man. a lot of work yeah it's a, but he he built a home from the chicken coop <laughs> and as a oh yes, he had the. Got to do what you got to do. He got the chicken coop. It was on their property, laying there dead, not doing nothing. So he started to build his home from that, and he did. Hmm. As the kids came, he added another room. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Most but, people don't do that these days. No, then down the road, the kids came and mm -hmm. they got property and so yeah. on and so forth. So didn't I? And my wife and I, we do over there. Let me think. Seventy-four. Okay. Nineteen seventy-four. I moved down the property that my dad had given us. He gave us each one of us boys an acre. The girls did not want them. Really? No, well, they had night. Oh, they had homes. Yeah, they had husbands they or had boyfriends husbands or something at that time, and they, they were, were all working for yeah. jobs and so yeah. on and so forth. But there was the rest, and then, but the as far as the farm was concerned, we couldn't make it after my brother came home from. He do he tried to take over. He was the takeover guy, mm -hmm. and we didn't like it. Yeah, you guys butted now, heads. We had. We had our ways of doing things. After six years, you will. Yeah. You know, but, and my kid brother and I, we talked about it and then told Dad, this is not working. Yeah. It's going to cause too many problems. Yeah. So yeah. we told Ted to pack it up and go yeah. somewhere else. So how old were you when you enlisted? Or were you, you enlisted? I was or 16. When, when you, okay, when so I that's first, why you stopped when working I did farm? my best to get in, but I didn't make it till I was 17. Okay. And that was, you weren't drafted, you and No, no, I was not drafted. You said you should tired of working this farm, you want to go do other things. Well, we worked the farm, then of course we went back to the other place in 1947, 48. Mm -hmm. And we went back, there was nothing to do. There was nothing, we had one cow, mm -hmm. one horse, we had a vegetable garden, yeah. yeah. But dad did most of that, I took the, 
I led the horse for the cultivator. But except for jobs, there wasn't yeah. much jobs. No, I went to work in a needle factory. Making like sewing needles? Yeah, making sewing needles. Hmm. And I was 17, I had quit school. Yeah. So when I left there, I went to work in a foundry. So you, you never graduated high school? No, I, didn't I went know that. to the, I went to 10th grade. Okay. I walked over to one morning and I just picked up my books and gave them to the principal and said Jeez. adios. Well, you were you were a grown-up by then. I was a grown-up. Yeah, you were yeah. Grown up. yeah. When I was 17, I can't imagine doing that. I walked six miles home. Yeah. And I told my mother, I said, she said, what are you doing home? I said, I'm done with school. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to bring money in this house. Okay. 25 bucks a week is not much. Yeah. But it paid. It, it was It was money back then. It was, it was money. Co I mean, stuff cost a lot less back then, too, but, you yeah. know. I left that mill, went to the foundry, pouring hot lead and stuff. Yeah. Learned trying to be a mold maker. Yeah. No? <laughs> no not your favorite job? <laughs> Three to four was hot, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I had the job of dumping from the big furnace into the carry pots that the guys carry to pour into these small that we Oh, made so you them. had the hottest job. I had the hot job. <laughs> They're all the way down. You know. Well, yeah, you were, you were probably begging to go outside in New uh, Hampshire during the wintertime. Yeah, we had an airplane motor mounted way up trying to keep us cool. Yeah, blowing in the but cold it air. it didn't work. No. <laughs> I didn't like that too well. Yeah. Then I went in the woods working, cutting lumber. Had my own I had bought my own team. My dad was working it. So he asked me to come in with him. So we went. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. That's hard work. Yeah. Yeah. And come home dirty every day, exhausted. Yeah, 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 you you get up at five o'clock in the morning, you take care of your team, you got to hook them up, take them. They don't do much, but they do enough. Yeah. You know? But you got to take care of them. And you got to water them on Saturday and Sunday when you're not working. Yeah. You got to feed them. And they probably stayed at the ranch with you guys, I'm assuming? I uh, know. Yeah. They stayed at the mill. Okay. He, he wanted all the, the owner of the mill, he wanted all the horses at his place. He was a good guy. Yeah. So, so all you did all those jobs, you got, you were, you were realizing that none of those jobs interested you, but you, uh, but that's what, what, what got you to enlist in the military? What made you want to do that? I, my brothers, my brothers came home and of course we were glad to see him. And they were telling you some stories? Telling stories, except Bob, he wouldn't tell you nothing. He drove an LSD on the on the beaches, put the soldiers out there on the beaches, pick back, pick up the take the bodies back, pick them up, take Oh, so he had a he rough had time. a rough. Yeah. He, he didn't want a, to talk about it. Nope. He was a boiler tender. The other one was the aviation mechanic. Much better stories, or much, much more like. Oh yeah, yeah he yeah. never left the state. Yeah, so he, he probably never, liked those stories. He was uh, Norman, Oklahoma, and uh, he went up. He went to Rhode Island. No, Maryland, Maryland. He went to Maryland. Wasn't happy there. Went back to Oklahoma. He was a 
aluminum welder. They're hard. Oh, yeah. That's, that's hard a, work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to roll them decks and, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway. And building planes back then, I'm sure, was a lot they different. Did a, his wife, his friend, and his girlfriend at the time, she worked on those planes. Wow. Yeah, that's how he met her. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So so that got you excited to enlist. And so when you were 16, you tried to enlist. You didn't get into your 17. Um, what was basic training like back then? Did they have a boot camp? I went to Great Lakes, Illinois, January. A little cold. A little cool. Snow <laughs> came in at nighttime. We yeah. had the old military VT at uh, the World War II barracks. Okay. And they were wearing out fast. Yeah. yeah. And we slept on the second floor of the other company. So slept. in 1948, that was right after World War II. It was right after World War II. The first ship I was on was the Mindoro. She was out of Norfolk. And we transferred stuff back to to Italy after the war, trying to get them back on their feet. I was on her three years. Okay. And what was your job? I was in the a military? cook. Well, yeah, I was started out as an electrician. Really? I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like the guy that was running it. He was kind of, you will and you won't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The place come up in the spud locker and I volunteered for it. Can you explain what the spud locker is? It's potatoes where you prepare the vegetables. Yeah, yeah. You prepare the vegetables. You prepare the, you prepare the vegetables. Peeling potatoes. All and, and yeah. All this stuff. Like a prep cook. I had a prep cook. Yep. Yeah. They come and they picked on me to go after 90 days go back down in the gang. I was still a fireman. And I told him, I said, I don't want to go. I'm going to spend three years right here in this mud locker. So he asked me why, and I flat told him. He didn't like it. Yeah. So he said that's that afternoon I became a seaman working in the butcher shop. Yeah. And that's what I started out in the butcher shop. I loved it. Yeah. I loved that man and who worked it. Well, you probably from from running the farm had a little bit of experience compared well, to some people. Well, we could butcher. That's what I was doing was butchering breakdown halves. Yeah. In the military, nineteen forty eight, forty nine, we butchered cattle right on from the halves all the way down. Then eventually we got box meat. Yeah. 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 Which is a little easier, but was a little easier, but it was still a job. Yeah. Still a job. Yeah. Yep. I remember my first day. I carved that bucket full of bacon by hand and a bucket's a tub about that big. Yeah. And we got it. Yeah. 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 Slice of slice of one on the bum so we did yeah. got it by hand. Yeah. Yeah. Now so so you were a cook the entire twenty years you were there? I was a cook administrator. I say at a certain point you uh you became like you were running the stuff, yes. right? Yes. Now that was a so you just liked that job and that's why you stuck with it? And 1960, I got transferred to Machias, Maine. Pull the, pull the mic up a little closer okay. so they can hear you okay. Okay. Machias, Maine. Machias, Maine is a radio station. I went there as a first class, and they already had two first class up there. When I got there, and the last man you see before checking in, you check in different pieces. 
And the last time the person you check in was the CO. Commanding officer. Yeah. Right. He was retired commander. They called him back in. And he was reserve. He put the radios on the beach in Momondi. Really? Really. Wow. So anyone who's listening who might not know the beaches in Normandy was like the D-Day or anything That's like that. That's a D-Day. So, so when he put the radios out there, that was a quite a bit of a job. He <clears throat> And to live through it, too. Yeah, all he would say is they're fast and you did them at night. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. had to be. Yep. I mean, no but mistakes. He, he told me, he says, your job would be the first class in charge. You will be the chief is leaving. You will be in charge. I said, you have two first class in there who have been raped more than me. I said, they have the chance. He said, they have no chance. He said, as soon as I can, I'm moving them two out. Really? I don't like them, and I don't want them. Hmm. Uh, huh. <laughs> they rubbed him the, bat- the wrong so, way. Yeah. He said, just watch your step. You have any problem, you know where I'm at. Hmm. So you guys became good friends. Yes, we did. Let me guess, you played poker with him, didn't he, you? He told me, he said, we have two days a year off here. Mm-hmm. One is hunting day, first day of hunting, and the first day of fishing. Those <laughs> are the only two days we have off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Because no one's going to be. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Did, uh, that, I'm assuming you guys became pretty good friends. You we, played, we became friends. We you, became, play, you played a lot of poker on the ship back then, didn't you? Uh, no, we didn't play poker there. You played we cards, never, though, right? I never played cards there. Really? No. I we never guessed. could. We did a lot of drinking. <laughs> well, we did. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, so back then there was there was rations, right? Was the rations during that? No, time? the rations were coming off then. Okay, okay. So you yeah. guys got a lot more stuff than. Yeah, we were doing all right as far as that we were. Yeah, we had we had the CBs there, and they were always taken care of. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What's a CB? Construction battalion. Okay. So they, they were the ones who... They were the guys that took care of the place, okay. made sure it stayed up, all the barracks were clean, were kept neat, the windows were broken, windows were fixed, all that stuff. And they fought, just like a regular soldier. Yeah, I'm sure everybody did. Everybody. Yeah, that was the, you know their first job, and then their second job was always that. Yeah. Yeah, they... Uh, what was I, it like to hear that ship shoot? Because I'm sure you, you were on a destroyer at one point, weren't you? That was my last one. Okay. Well, I mean, I've seen videos of, like, ships firing their... their... I was on an aircraft. I on a battleship. Okay. Wait, that was crazy. Now, when that thing gets hit sideways, she gets pushed sideways. Yeah. Wow. Now, that barrel of that gun is that big. Yeah, it's like a dinner plate. Yeah. 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 I hate to be on the receiving end of that. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> How loud was that? It was very loud. Did you guys wear hearing protection or anything oh, like that? Oh, yeah, too. Okay. We I'm just making sure. I imagine cotton. you'd be completely... That's all we had. Yeah. Back then, wow. them days, was cotton. That's it. Yeah. They didn't have uh, rubber eyes or yeah. whatever kind it, they were. Yeah, the earplugs they use yeah. nowadays. we use cotton. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's better than nothing. And yeah. Hear that thing go off was probably... The first ship I was on, I was second mate. I was second gunner. Yeah? Yeah, load them up. Oof. Those things are heavy, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah, I imagine. I can only imagine. I've seen some of the, like those uh, the shells that come off of them and yeah. stuff, like at uh, like museums or anything like that. 
it's crazy. It's hard to believe it's a real thing, you know? Yeah. Makes you wonder how much all that stuff costs. Yeah. It's got to be a pretty penny. I was a showman on a 3-inch 58. What does that mean? 3-inch 58? That's that a gun. That's the gun. That's 3-inch okay. 58. That's what they called it. She had a 3-inch shell. She was put in there three pieces for the three. The shell went in, the powder went in, the shell went in behind it. The, the bullet. The, the bullet yeah. did carry it. Yeah. Try to not mess with the spring. That spring makes a lot of noise in the oh, microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're I'm fine. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. No, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. so, wait, so how many different ships were you on? Because I, I didn't think it was that many, was it? Yeah, it was a bunch a of, them. of them. Yeah. I started out on that aircraft carrier. We did a lot of work in Italy. We'd wake, we crossed the big pond 13 times. When you say the big pond, you're talking about the Atlantic? The Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Yes. And it would take you 12 and a half, 13 days then. And that was scooting right then, too. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah, that's pretty good move. Now, well, it, now it's six days. How were those ships powered? <laughs> were those nuclear powered back no, then? No, no, they were old steamers. Okay. Yeah, old steamers. This one I was on was a converted tanker. With a, they put a flat top on it. They called them jeep carriers. Put a lot of jeeps on them. No, they called aircraft. But why they, they call them jeep carriers? They called them jeep carriers because they were small. Okay. And they carried the aircraft to the islands. Where they'd launch from. Then come. Yeah. So yeah. you guys dealt with a lot of um, um, air force people, right? Because of being on. An no, air they were navy air force. Okay, navy. They were okay. navy people. Okay. Yeah, we had, flew. We would dealt with the marines. That's all. Okay. Yep, we yep. had the Marines on board. Yeah, you guys yeah. get along okay? Oh, he did along fine. Gotcha. You had yeah. to. Navy, gotcha. uh, Marines, and the Navy's all one anyway. Yeah, yeah. Man, we uh, we never had problems. Yeah. Uh, I. I'm sure. I'm sure nobody wanted to mess with you either because the the guy who's in charge of what you eat that day yep. is the guy you want to be on the side <laughs> yeah. of. You know, yep. nobody wants to mess with the uh, the people serving. Well, they shouldn't want to mess with the people no. serving. Well, they'll learn the hard way. No, I when I got out of the galley and got out front, you have to stand out front of the line and make sure they get clean silverware and clean. We made eight out of metal trays and so on and so forth. You have to make sure that they, they don't have any complaints. I made a mistake one time. A guy found a staple in a stake. Like you yeah. build a fence with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How, how did... He, don't ask me how he got in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said, he come up to me and he said, this is what I found in my stake. Well, I made the mistake of saying, well, don't advertise because we don't have enough to go around. Yeah. The staples. <laughs> <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> you had to make a joke, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got called up. Yeah. 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 I don't think we need to do that. He says. <laughs> okay. So you said you said okay. So I want to reel back a little bit on this timeline. Um, you said you did a lot of drinking, but one of the things I'm pretty sure one the one of the funniest things you've ever told me when I I, I said so, Grandpa, that means you were alive during prohibition in the United States. And I yeah, asked yeah. you, I asked you, I said, uh, does that mean I was joking? And I said, did that mean you had to close down the still? <laughs> and you said, no, we opened up two more. <laughs> no. Did you, did you, I'm assuming back then in New Hampshire, you guys probably did make your we own. We made liquor. our own. Yeah. What'd you make, from corn? No. 
from apples. Okay, made like a like a cider. We took the apple cider. Yep. And put them in wooden barrels, and you drank the bottom half. What was the top half? The apple you ate. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Or you threw out for the cattle or yeah. horses or whatever. Or you used it as fertilizer yeah. or something. Just, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It was. It was dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, the bottom half we drank. So you got I, pretty good at making liquor. Yeah, it did good. That was like a brandy almost, right? It's so smooth. Yeah. It is. It's so smooth. Yeah. A lot better than that stuff I made before. But <laughs> you anyway. Got, yeah. So, no, so we, when you were on the ship, how did you guys get alcohol? Because did you guys get it as like a, a thing with well, your food? I'll say this the way I can. <laughs> We had torpedoes. Every ship that we were on had torpedoes. We had to have them. Right. Same thing that you have to have for iron guns. Right. Torpedoes had a juice in them. It was very potent. It was 90% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink any of it. No? No, it killed you. It made you blind. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. It's like drinking like like ethanol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't drink that. I didn't drink that. No, no, no. I but, had my apple jack and I had some cider and so on and so forth. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What you did? Uh, did you guys? I remember something being said once about raisins. Yeah, we made raisin jack, which was so, so which is very potent. Was it good though? Oh, it was good. Yeah, pretty yeah. much the same way as that yeah. brandy. It you know. grew up behind the ovens in the bake shop because it needed heat. Yep, yep. yep. You yep. Take all the boxes of raisins, open yeah. them up, yeah. dump them. Well, in. yeah, you do little things to them, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but whatever you guys could do, it was make, good stuff. You're trying to make the time pass back then. I'm you sure. have to be careful when you're drinking that though. You you still got to work. You yeah, know? yeah. But we do all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure back then it was a different thing. No one got too probably carried away with it. No, they didn't. Yeah, because everyone wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Well, if they did, they probably got their asses chewed for it. Beyond that, so. But, um. So, what was your favorite takeaway? So, you were in the military for 20 years. Were you you were active the whole time? You were on a ship the whole time. I was on ship except for 48 months of the 20 years. Now, were you married before you left the service? Or before, no. I'm sorry, before you uh, enlisted? No, I was not married before I enlisted. I got married in 1951. So in the middle of your service? Yeah. How did someone years, get to know you? Three years. Yeah. And I met her through the spot locker. Oh, so she was in the military? No, she wasn't. No, she was working for Five and Dime in Rockford, uh, New York. Okay. She had been taken out of school by her mother to earn money. I met her through her brother. Went home with him a couple of times and we got married. How long did you guys date before you guys got married? Three years. See, and you're bugging me. Listen, you're bugging me about five years. Come on, I'm I'm just the, just about the we same. had work to do. Yeah, <laughs> three years. That's yeah. crazy. So, no, I was just out sea most time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time I'd see her. I'd usually be gone about six months, five months. You know, stuff like that. Right, and you come back for a couple weeks. Yeah, come back for a few weeks and yeah, get a couple of days off and see her. Yeah, yeah. 
So you yeah. guys got married in, you said 51? Or you met her in 51? Yeah, I met her in about 51. Got married in 53? Got married right away. 4, 53? Yep. And we had five children. Three boys and two girls. No, three girls and two boys. Yep. <laughs> I lost my oldest daughter at the age of 40. Yeah. Cancer. Yep. Cancer runs throughout your side of the family pretty rampant. It did. Pretty it rampant. hit us pretty hard. It took my wife yep. a couple of years later. Yep. Yep. That's why I said uh, you'd, have, you'd have never gotten married again if uh, if she was still alive, you know? No, I wouldn't have married her and done anything like that. Yeah. Because we have been married for 47 years. You don't yeah. walk away from that. No. Yeah. I'm sure that relationship was like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so... So you had kids while you were still on a ship. So you oh, didn't. Yeah. You didn't spend much time with them when no, they were growing up. I did up. not have much time with my children. I did not until I got out in '48. Yep. And that was that, part of the reason you wanted to get out when you did. That was the main reason I got out. Yep. I wanted to stay in the military, 26 years. That was my goal. My first goal was to become an E7. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. An uneducated farm boy did good. Yeah, well, you I mean you're a hard worker. That, uh, work ethic will take you pretty far. But after I got out, I went to work in a hydraulic plant, repairing hydraulic jacks and so on and so forth. Didn't like that. I found a job repairing uh, food equipment. Soda equipment, yeah, coffee machines. Went with Coca Cola. Yep, you're a big Coke fan. Yeah, I went with him. I stayed with him for 17 years. Yeah, I got fired from that job. Did you really? Oh yeah. How'd that happen? I got laid off. Let's put oh, it that okay. way. Okay. Yep. Hard times and. No, I yeah. was a supervisor. Okay. We could not see eye to eye. Gotcha. So he fired me. Okay. Well, you know, Ike was ready. Yeah, I was ready. Well, at that point too, you had the military retirement. I had, I had it all. Yeah, my wife was taking care of the money. Yeah, you were just looking for I, something to do. I had a job. I, the minute I walked out of Coca Cola, I went right to work the next day. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm and sure. I went to the hardware store. Yeah. Oh, that was a good job that was for a you. Good job. Yeah, for you. Yeah, because you you're big into like woodworking and yeah, tools a, and all that stuff. It was a good job. The lady that owned it and run it was a nice person. Her son was a little tough at times, but that was okay too. Yeah, well, you yeah. have to be. Yeah, but uh, I, I did that for a while until I bought my first mobile home, motor home. I bought that. Somewhere up in the sixties, I can't remember where. That's fine. I don't. Yeah. I bought it and I had it and it sat in the yard for almost two years. It never moved. Yeah. And finally, she says, "Let's retire." So you retired from so I, from working at what time? And I retired. Uh, let's see. Ninety-two. Now, that's when you quit I, smoking. That you said you were going on vacation. I retired the day I turned ninety-two. Earth I made age six, I was 62 years old. Okay. So, 62, you can get Social Security. Yeah. Yeah. 
she couldn't get Social Security. Which but you guys didn't, you weren't hurt for money. She worked two jobs all the time. We go to marriage. She worked two jobs. One was a clerk in a laundry store. Mm -hmm. And the other one, runner, she ran a paper route out of the car. Mm -hmm. And she took care of kids. and He took care of the took kids. Took care of the, the family. She had them. And then after Lisa got up to age and stuff, which she said that Lisa can handle the house. She can handle the checking account. So we'll go. All right, off we went. Travel the world? I traveled the world. Yeah. I made six trips to California. California, what was right. that like back in the day? Back in the day. In the 90s? Took me almost five months one time to get there. Really? Oh, yeah. Cool, because you guys made so many stops. You know, you go up and down. Let's stop here, let's yeah. stop there. Yeah, you sometimes you didn't move for three or four days. That's got to be the best. Yeah. That, that has to be some of the best time of it your is. life. It is. Yeah. We had a good one. In fact, that's how she got sick. Really? That's where she got sick, right here in Florida. How so? Well, we were visiting here. In Plant City, mm -hmm. her brother and wife. So we we uh, we wanted to go to two of your shows here. I pick one and she pick one. Mm -hmm. Hers was with Disney. Mm -hmm. She wanted to go to Walt Disney, so on and so forth. Okay, go. My sister-in-law got sick that night. Got sick to the stomach. Like food, something she ate or something? I don't know what it was. I couldn't, we couldn't figure it out why. The next day, we're traveling. We go to Newport Ritchie. We have three great-grandchildren there. We stopped and had two days with them. We took them to dinner and all this other stuff. Then we took off, got up the next morning, and she's not in the bed. Well, that's not unusual. Once in a while, she'd get up and grab the book, and yeah. she'd sit outside and read. Yeah. Huh? So I started looking for her, and she was in the bathroom throwing up. <coughs> I said, what's the matter? She said, I don't know. My stomach is really bad. He said, I can't even drink water. I threw it right back up. I said, All right, you want to go home? She said, No, let's go to Dallas. What was in Dallas? Her brother. Okay. Another brother. Okay. Her kid brother. But we also had the doctors, all his phones, every phone. So she, I called his phone, cell phone. Mm -hmm. And I told him what was going on. He said, get off the phone. I'll call you right back. He got me a doctor in Dallas. So I asked my brother-in-law, you know where this hospital is? And he said, yes, we do. I said, can we go there? He said, yes. Well, we went. He isn't in there five minutes with her. He comes out and says, she's got to have surgery. Hmm. I what said, was wrong? Did she had cancer. At that time, yeah? He had cancer. <coughs> a few years ago, she lost her left breast mm -hmm. through cancer. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. She never had anything whatsoever. 
after that? Never had no treatments, no nothing. And she went along doing it. She said, I think I had that thing removed for nothing. Well, back then they didn't, I mean, in the 90s, but they didn't have the technology. They just, they acted quick. Yeah, that was, they, it. that was all that you could was do. the doctors, you know, he explained it all to us, you yeah. know. So, he, but anyway, then she started feeling we was, made a trip to Washington where one of my daughters lived. So we're there and every day we walk, we would walk, just like you guys do. Mm -hmm. So this, she always stayed ahead of me, always, because she could outwalk me. Mm -hmm. This morning, we're walking by the playground, and she's drifting back, drifting back. Walking slower than she normally Walking slower than normal. And I took her, and I took her jacket, and I opened her jacket up, and she's all swelled. So we went back to the house, and I said to my son-in-law, I said, do you have a doctor? He said, just a sports doctor. Yeah. Call him, find out where to get a cancer doctor. She called, we went to that hospital. She stayed there, she had two in her ovaries about Yavik. Wow. He said, she won't make it. But she did. Yeah. We, we took some more trips after that in fact, four days after the operation, he said he didn't think she'd make it. She climbed the tower up there. Her and her, because her daughters wanted to go. Wow. Yeah. But she did it. And then, she that side, but she's on chemo now. Mm -hmm. Every two weeks, she has to have chemo. Mm -hmm. On the third time she went for chemo, I got to talk to the doctor. He said, she can go home. You can take her home. That team in Washington is the same one you've got back in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. This guy in Washington was from New Hampshire. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he said, I'll send her right back to the cancer hospital. But. She can't drive in a car. She can't go by airplane. So he says, I don't know how you're going to get it. I said, yes, I do. He said, how? I said, in my motorhome mm -hmm. where she can lay down. And be comfortable. And right. be comfortable. Mm -hmm. He has her drinking water, eating snacks, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Doing good. She's doing real good. She didn't throw up the whole trip back home. We get back to New Hampshire. We go right directly to the cancer hospital, and I get a hold of that doctor I'm supposed to. He told me they can give her these pills and bring her back tomorrow. That was the last of it. She lasted nine days. Wow. Then she went. So how old was she when she passed? She was, well, let's see. It was in 92. If she was about the same age as you, probably like in her he, 70s or... I see, she was, yeah, she was about 71. Yeah. Mama was about 71. Yeah. 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 She cool. lasted three. She got to see all the kids that she wanted. 
That's awesome. And you guys got to travel too. Yeah, they that had, had to be the best time of your life. You know, besides we the, were, we were traveling. We yeah. were traveling to Arizona to get a place to to move. We to. wasn't going to stay in Florida. Yeah. We was going to Arizona. Yeah, and get us a shanty there. You liked Arizona? That was the well. When, I did. Yeah, when you I guys did. traveled. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lot of different things in Arizona we could have done. Yeah, but. Uh, you didn't make it. Yeah. You didn't talk but that had to be the best time of your life. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, was. you you've done you've done quite a bit, you know. Yeah, we did. To 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 get where you are in life and to do all yeah. the things. That's why I was super excited to have you come on and do the podcast, and that's why I've been pestering you about it before you even knew what a, what a podcast was. I was telling you, you need to yes, you need to come tell your stories because no one's lived more life than you that I know. Well, we've lived it. Uh, now, so. When did you and so anyone who's listening, you're my step grandpa, but you've been around my entire life. Yeah. You're the only uh-huh. person yeah. I know is my grandpa. That's right. On my mom's side. That's right. So like I've always called you, were you grandpa. just a baby when I knew you. Exactly. When yeah. when you guys got married was you know yeah. right after I was born. What was it? Yeah. Two thousand right. something like that, that. Well, something like that. Twenty one hundred yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we've been married for twenty one years. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. yeah. So you guys were. You guys, I was like maybe two, three years old. So I don't remember. Yep. I don't remember time before you. No. But I I'm always you guys are playing out there on that tree. Yep. And doing what you did. Yep. They they grew. There was a tree root growing across like this. Yeah. And they dug a tunnel under it. Yeah. Why not? We had nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Mom said we had to go outside. They were monkeys. They lived in the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yep. But now it's different. Mary. Well, we're, well, we're a little bit older than we were then. Yeah, but well, Mary caught cancer right after we were married. Yeah, Mary. Yeah. Anyone listening, Mary's uh, his his current wife with yeah. my grandma. But yeah, she caught it right yeah. after we were married. Okay, it can't get cancer's a son she of a lost bitch. Both of her breasts. You were you were exposed. They I, think part of the reason you had lung cancer was I, from the Agent Orange. That's why right? I have I yep. have Agent Orange. Yep. Yes. So, what was Agent Orange back then? For it was a spray that they used to kill the brush, just right. like we do. Because because you were in what wars were you in? You were in Vietnam, right? Yes. Vietnam and uh, Korea. In Korea and Granola. Yeah. And a few others. Yeah. Not not yeah ones that most people don't know about. Yeah. But but Vietnam Sorry. and Korea were the two big. Yeah, they were the big ones. ones. Yeah. Now now so they used because was it when you went to war or when we were with. Was it North Korea where the brush was really bad, or was it? Viet- it was Vietnam, right? It was in Vietnam. Vietnam, the Vietnam brush. Vietnam, when bad. they used it the most, yeah. And they used something different, but the world stopped that. Yeah, yeah, because it was so poisonous. That's right. Yeah, it was poisonous to people. It was really poisoning bad. people. Yeah. yeah, you don't do a war like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, we got the Agent Orange. They say we got it from over there, so so we did. Mm-hmm. But what are they gonna do about it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I'm glad you're still here. You yeah. That the, the cancers, it, it's a crazy thing. My cancers thing. I had don't bother me a bit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I go once a year to be tested. Mm-hmm. He tells me you're looking fine, mm-hmm. and out the door I go. Because uh, because unlike most 91 year olds, you walk in there, you 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 go in there, and you you talk up a storm with them and tell them. It, it, no one believes it when you tell them you're 91. Oh no. Because no. you still are you still doing uh, the Santa Claus thing. No more. Not anymore. No more. I start. Yeah. It was just too I much. I lose 
concentration sometimes. That's what I, and I lost my eyesight. Yeah. I don't drive anymore. Yeah. And oh, really? Yes. I didn't know you weren't driving I don't anymore. know. No, I haven't driven now for about four months. Okay. Okay. Mary does all the driving. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 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 Your eyesight must have gone I really bad. I didn't mean to put, you, put her out there with you. But. <laughs> she, I mean, what's the likelihood Grandma listens to this? You know, what she, and you know, we tell her how to use her phone. I'm not going to do that. I can't teach her how to use that thing. She don't know. We need to, no, I'm not going to go through that. No. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, but she's a good wife. Mary yeah. is a good wife. Oh man, I've learned so much from the two of you guys more than, more so than I think you guys realize. Because you know, part of the reason um, a lot of people tell me uh, Colton Colton's seen it. You know, my girlfriend's seen it, or my fiance seen it now. Um, I would like to tell you how my father died. Okay, we'll get the, the, we'll get to that. But I was going to say, yeah, I learned from you guys that you know, say what say what, you, don't sugarcoat nothing. Say no. it how it is. Don't. Don't worry about hurting nobody's feelings. Just say nope. how it is, because oh. you ain't got life's too short to to beat around the bush. No, nope. you don't do that. So tell me about your your father. You said you want to talk about that. My dad was eighty three years old. That's old for back then. It is. That's very old. It is very old. Yeah, it's over thirty some years ago. Yeah, and he was dad. born in what what, what year? Like nineteen hundred? Oh, eighteen something. He was born in. <laughs> Let's see, Dad was 83, oh, God, about 30 years. But uh, he was born in 1800, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was born in uh, North Attleboro, Mass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he met his wife, and she was from Taunton, Mass. Her dad was chief fire department. Okay. And he was killed on a fire. Um, yeah, back then, I'm sure. Yep. But Dad went to work this morning. And he had a light job. He was a light. He was kind of a cop. Okay. He was. He wore a badge, but he had the pond. He had the lake, and he took care of that. He stayed down there, made himself fire, had lunch, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Drink a beer or two. Yeah, drink a beer while you're working? Man, that's oh, the only job to. I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad did. Yeah. But anyway, that's fine. Uh, I was living on a property with my wife, and my daughter, Lisa, had just graduated and graduated with my sister's kids, so we decided to share pitches back and forth. So I stopped at my dad's house, and my dad was home on a Saturday, I think. I just believe it was a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And he was home. So I stopped. Showing him pictures? No, I showed him some of the pictures, but he was laying on the couch. I said, what's the matter with you? He said, my stomach is acting up. Anything nice like that. He said, I want to take a nap. So I went on and talked to my mother. I said, I'm going over to my sister's house. He says, okay, it's a five mile trip. Yeah. So we drove over there. We got there, the phone was ringing. And my niece answered it. And she said, mama, it's Uncle Ted. She handed her the phone. And she was crying. She hung up the phone. She said, Daddy's gone. 
Wow. Right after you saw him. What happened? Heart Can't, attack. Heart. Heart attack? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Oh, so yeah. many people in your family have passed yeah. from cancer or, or, or a heart attack. Yeah. Mama went from an aneurysm from her brain. Mama was old. Oh, yeah. yeah and then, you know, you figured 93 years old. Yeah. But so 83, dad was strong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Going, drove his own car. Yeah. You know, smoked his own cigarettes. You think that had something to do with it? I don't know. It's hard to say. He had a yeah. hard life. Yeah. He had a hard life. Raising us. Mm-hmm. Doing, yeah, living in New Hampshire. Just, I mean, just living in someplace yeah. so cold. And the boys, after the service, they didn't want to farm and all this. We did. Me and my kid brother, we wanted to stay. We wanted to be on that farm. Mm-hmm. We wanted to own it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. It didn't work that way. Well, it seemed to work out. You, you know, your life seemed to work out in a different way. Well, it, it turned did. out just fine. It went different. Yeah. It went different. But I still like farming. Yeah. I still like farming. Something peaceful about it, isn't yes, it? Yes, sir. There yeah. is. Yeah, I love, love being there on by cows, yourself. pastures. And, yep. yep. My first wife, Kay, mm. she would she would weed them gardens, but would run alongside of me every chance she got. Yeah. Yeah. Just get down in there and weed. I'd say, okay, let's quit. She said, well, let's go do another one. You know? Yeah. Yep. Let's let's talk about uh what it was like for you to hunt back then because you did a lot of hunting, you you mainly hunted with dogs right? No, we you hunted. We hunted with hunting dogs. How many? At one time you said you had what fifteen beagles? Yes. And Between us three family, we had fifteen beagles running. And you and you were hunting what rabbits? Rabbits. Primarily. Well, that was hard. Primarily to say. rabbits. Yeah. And of course we hunted deer too, but we didn't hunt them with dogs. No. You sat in a tree stand. What'd you do? Yeah. Yep. The dogs hunted for birds and rabbits. That's it. How did so? So I believe you've told me once before, but my memory about it's foggy. How do you hunt rabbits with dogs? Yeah, dogs do the work. Bring the rabbit back to you. They chase it, right? Yeah, they chase it. When where he starts howling, that's where you go because he's coming back there. Yeah. Yeah. So you told me. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. You told me that. When a beagle goes after a rabbit, the rabbit is too fast for the beagle to catch. That's right. But the beagle can keep up with it. Yep. So the beagle will chase them, and one of the things you told me you had to train them to do was run in a figure eight or a circle. That's right. Or a loop, some type, yep, to come yep. back to you. Yep. Mostly it's figure eights. Yep. And, yep. You, and you said you would stand there with a rifle, but you'd also have a stick with you, right? Yes. And you'd break the stick, and it would make the rabbit stop. Stop. Yes. And it was only for a brief moment because it didn't confuse it for a second. Yes, or it slowed down or whatever. Yeah. And, and you were standing there, so you're standing there as you break a stick with your rifle pointed up. And as soon as it stops, that's when you shot it. Yeah, you. You, you had to be a damn good shot back then to do that because I can't <laughs> imagine hunting that way. Yeah, we did all right. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you missed a fair amount, but you know you learned to hit them better. Now you used a little gun back then. What kind of rifle were you using? Do you remember? I started out with a 22. Yeah, that probably did fine. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Not as loud. Then we went to 12-gauge shotguns. Then you didn't have to worry about missing as much. <laughs> yeah. then, we, then we learned to shoot them in the head. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That was that one of your favorite things to eat growing up was rabbit? Yeah, it was rabbits and yeah. pheasant. Yeah, make them in yeah. stews. Yep. Yep. I like to get a get rabbit and pheasant and give them to my first wife and she'd make a great stew out of that. Yeah. Yeah. With home Yeah, that's gotta be crazy to eat that. Can you imagine like a, a stew made with all the vegetables in it were grown in your garden? The the it's a wild rabbit that, you know, lived a healthy life, a natural life. Well that garden I had in back of the house before I met your uh, grandmother. Mm -hmm. I had deer, bear, moose, and kite koi dogs in that garden. Now, did you eat all of them? I didn't eat koi dogs. No, but you... I, I might have eaten the other. <laughs> now, well, explain this to me then, because have you ever killed a moose? You ever shot a moose? Okay. Well, so... What about uh? So you, what about bear? Have you ever? Because I know that. No, I wouldn't take a bear. Really? Not 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 that because we only had one. Bear. He left you alone. You left yeah, him alone. Yeah, she left us alone, but she took and raided the bird feeders, and she was a big sow. Yeah. She was barren. She, she could never had kids. a child. Well. She never produced, but she was big. Hmm. And she was there twice, two nights in a row with your grandmother in the house and just literally tore them, them feeders apart. I had feeders like this. Mm -hmm. Big feet, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're mean. Yeah. I know where we go hunting at. If they can get to it, they oh, will yeah. get to and it. And you can follow them, yeah. you know, but what for? Yeah. You know, I, I heard that um, back in the day, like a, maybe in like the 1800s or something like that, that people um, ate bear. Oh, you lot. eat bear. Yeah, I heard oh, it a lot yeah. of people. Like the bear fat. and Yeah, the, it's very good eating. Yeah, was it? Yes. yes. I, I've always wondered about that. I, I, I wished, I wouldn't mind hunting bear one day. You know, if it, if, you know, if there's enough of them around, which there, there seem to be growing in numbers these days, like black bears and stuff. They opened season on them once uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, and they shut it down again. E immediately, yeah. Yes. So many people, cause so many That's, people killed so many of them. You kill them because they're friendly. Yeah. Why you do that? that well, that's crazy. They're mean. They're mean. Well, the black bears down here, they're they're not aggressive towards people unless you unless they feel like they're in harm's way. Um, I know some of the brown bears up north, they're a lot meaner. But I always was just curious what it tasted like. I got attacked by a bear once. What? I got attacked by a bear once. No, I heard you. I'm just. I said what? Because I was. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was in a tree stand by the bow in Vermont, and just getting dark, and Start I was about down. ready to climb down when I looked and saw, and here comes this black bear. I said, "Now wait just a minute. I ain't getting down here now." <laughs> Looks like I'm sleeping in this tree stand. <laughs> I should have. I could have taken him if I yeah. wanted to. Yeah. But it was off season, so yeah. But he come up, and there was a log right at the tree where I stand, and he's standing there looking. He's smelling. He knows I'm there. He, yeah. He knows I'm there, right? So I'm talking to him, letting him know. Yeah. yeah, let him know that I knew he was there. Yeah, right. And I showed him the bow. Right. All you had was your bow. All I had was a bow. You did no sidearm, no I pistol. No, no sidearm with it. You're not. No. 
Oh, because you guys couldn't have sidearms back then? You have them. You can have them. wear them if you want to. You just didn't. But I was deer hunting. I don't need a pistol. Yeah, you, I bet you changed that. I bet you think you need a pistol now, knowing that you would, if you thought you just saw a bear, you'd have had a pistol. A, but he just he just waved that head back and forth, you know, Look, he's he, talking he, at you. Yeah. You know? Did he see you? Yeah, he okay, knew so, I was okay. there. Okay. Yeah. He could raise his head up yeah. enough to yeah. see. A, a deer don't raise its head. Mm-mm. Not, not like that. No, yeah. he don't. He don't hunt up at his head hanging. Yeah, yeah. But a bear, if he smells you, he's going to hunt find you. Yeah. Well, we finally talked for a while, and I said, it's time for you to go. Yeah. And he left. And he left just that soon. Yeah. Yeah. Big old, big old boar bear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably 180 pounds, 200. Yeah. You know, that's not big. But, well, but you don't want to mess with that neither. I ain't messing with no. it. So, so how did you get attacked by it? I ain't attacked it. I you guess I saw, shouldn't have you, said that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got you. Okay. Visiting. Okay. I was like, how did you, yeah, how are you on this side of a bear attack is what I was thinking because I wouldn't, that's not something I want to experience. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, we have, we have one where we go hunting at and it, it knocks over feeders and it, you know, they're interesting little critters. Did I, yeah. did I tell you or did mom tell you, um, Last time I went hunting, I'm sitting in the stand, you know, just, you know, you know, your mind's wandering or whatever, and you're sitting there just looking at everything, sitting there, and um, I hear like, because uh, there was a, there's some does, but it's, we were hunting hogs, we were, it wasn't, it was off season, and, uh, and I'm sitting there watching these does, and there's a couple turkeys too, wandering around, I'm just watching them, because I can't kill none of them right now, uh, at that time, and I'm sitting there watching them, and, uh, and I hear like a splash, because the, the stand that I was in has a about eight inches of water underneath it if not about a foot and uh and so i'm sitting there and i hear splash we have pallets old wooden pallets set up made like a little bridge to yeah. get there and i mean it, the pallets sink a little bit but they float and it keeps you from getting too deep in the water sure. stepping in the muck or nothing and um i hear splash i said what the hell's happening to me because i'm watching these the doe and the turkeys and stuff wander around and i hear splash underneath me and i look and down at the end by the ladder there's one mama raccoon and like seven baby raccoons. <laughs> and grandpa, I kid you not, I had to take pictures of it because I didn't think anyone would believe me. That mama raccoon started climbing the ladder mm-hmm. and got about six or seven rungs up. And I'm like, is this thing coming up here with me? I was like, this is about to be an interesting story. <laughs> and uh, and I grabbed the ladder and I shook it. And man, I scared the shit out of that raccoon. It had no idea. It looks up at me and started hissing, and it it, it looked like it had seen a ghost. Because I imagine a raccoon that lives in the middle of the woods like that's probably never seen a person before. Right. And all of a sudden, what I imagine, we thought we were having poachers coming in and sitting in our tree stands because we always take tarps and cover the chairs that are up there to keep water and keep yeah, them from wearing from the sun and whatnot. And every now and then we'd go into a tree stand and one of the tarps would be pulled back from one of the chairs. And we said, well, there's no way the wind did that because it, it looks like it was by design or something like that. And, um, and so I'm, I'm wondering, we always thought there was poachers. That, but we never had no pictures on our cameras. We had hidden cameras for, you know, for the, to see animal game cameras and whatnot. But we never saw nobody go into there, no people on there that we didn't see. Colton showing them the picture. Oh yeah. Yep. But so we thought it was always people, but I'm starting to believe it was them damn raccoons climbing up in there and, and <laughs> sitting in the chairs. 
Because I kid you not, I, I literally was like, I, it, it hissed at me, and then I just watched the raccoons. After it realized I was up there, it said, "No, I'm good. I don't want to go raccoon up there." Raccoon, nobody. No, no. You scared no. to death of well, you. But, but, <laughs> but I bet you we would have come to an altercation had I not moved that ladder and watched him come all the way up. If we got face to face, we would have been in each other's business at that point. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. Well, I thought one of the scares I got. I was hunting after my wife had passed away. And I had a, I had one dog. So I had put him out, and we went down in the back, and we're sitting there, and he's working, and he disappears, and finally he starts one. Well, okay, so I start to move over, and he's got this thing in a front in a wall. So we all have we have stone walls up there. Mm-hmm. He's got this thing, and he's pacing back and forth, back and forth, and barking. I said, what in the heck is that? You got a coonie? Coonie will hit the wall quick. Yeah. So it hide. Yeah. You know? But a jackrabbit won't. Jackrabbits don't hide. They haul ass. That's yeah. right. They yeah. just move out. Yeah. They... So I said, well, now what is this? What is this? Right. Dog treat a raccoon? Or no. put up a wall? He had my cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. got I got that cat. I said, What in the world are you doing? Hey, he didn't tell him no. No. He, he, I he, never told him he couldn't none. Yeah. Well, he was smart. It was a smart cat. That cat lived right here. Yeah, all next yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick, Grandpa. We're gonna pause okay. this. There we go. So, um, so when you were uh, you you so you, your dog treed, not treed your cat because it didn't go on the wall. It was on the other side of it. And it was no, so confused. It was just sitting there. When did you stop hunting? How old were you when you, and why? I stopped hunting. About 23 years ago. Just got too old for it? or No. No, just things fell apart. Yeah. I yeah. gave my guns away, except for my pistols. Mm-hmm. I gave them to my brother. Mm-hmm. I my, my son. Mm-hmm. I just lost interest. Yeah. That's what it did. You, you had done all of it. And yeah, you, you I had, had done all of it. I, I tried it a couple of times after Kay went. It didn't work. Yeah, because Kate used to there. go with you, didn't she? No, she didn't. She never hunted with no, you? No, she never hunted with me. She never fired a gun. Hmm. She wouldn't do it. But No, no, she uh, she would cook all the meats, she, you know, that came in the house. Hmm. And she she would, did, she would go to, with me in the garden. Yeah. And I was weeding in the garden, she was weeding. Yeah. Yeah. Just the hunting you did. Yeah, the hunting I did. Well, why did... So... I'm assuming a lot of the reason you, you grew up hunting was because you guys had to hunt to get food, right? Now, did you enjoy hunting? Yes. What, what was your favorite parts about it? Because I know for me, I love the camaraderie of it. I love the... I love the sound of the hounds going. Yeah? Yes. The ba- you get a pair of hounds out there the and hit something. Yeah. Yes. And they, you can tell... When they've got that rabbit cornered, yeah. he's when they start to change their bay. Yeah. And, you know, it's time for you to get in there. Yeah. Yep. Did you like the adrenaline rush you get? Yeah, you get a little bit of a rush. Yeah. You hear that yeah. hound. Yeah. That's you, a good feeling. They leave you, and the next thing you know, 
that's where they're at. Yeah, you hear them. Uh, I tell everybody it's the most expensive way to get free meat. That's right. <laughs> is to go hunting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, I love it though. I really enjoy it. Yeah, um, you yeah, know, I love the, to, being we, out in the woods. We used to fish together. She would fish with me. Yeah. 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 She would go fishing. She'd meet me at the work at the boat, and have the cooler, and we'd, we'd go out on the lake. Go fishing and have to have, have supper. Yeah, yeah. Fish, fish fry. Yeah, that's awesome. It is. Yep. So yeah. now you're uh, you're 91 years old. What was um what was what would be some advice you'd give somebody my age? Some good life advice to carry throughout their lives. I'm not really one to give advice. I. I've done some things I'm not proud of. Uh, I say you and Daniela have done fine. You especially. Me? Yes. I know. I got the better end of that deal. Yep. But you started when you were young, working, mm -hmm. saving. Mm -hmm. You earned 15 cents. You saved 10 of it. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you it was burning a hole in my pocket when I was right. young. Yeah, you save it, mm -hmm. and I know right now you're saving for a home. Mm -hmm. I say keep it up. Yeah, don't let anybody take that away from you. Yeah, because you um you have a paid for house. I have a house that's paid for. Your car is paid for. My car is paid for. I don't mm -hmm. owe anybody nothing. How's that feel? That's great. And you'd recommend that? I recommend that. Yeah. I, I'm if trying a to... man can walk up there and say, I own you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I don't I don't want that. I, I own a four bedroom home. Yeah. That's gotta be one of the best feelings a ever. Acre and a half, shall we say? Yep. It had twenty some odd trees on it. When I bought it I took eighteen of them out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Now I don't need all those trees. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so any advice you'd give to somebody who's my age who's listening to you talk? You would say that just become financially free, pay for everything, don't owe nobody nothing. No, nope. get rid of them stupid credit cards. Yep, and and everything. Keep one card. Always keep a gas card because mm -hmm. you never know. Yeah, exactly. And That's the cool. gas card always gets you a drink too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I know that when you paid for your house, that, you know, that's just a, a, a life-changing moment. Well, your, your grandmother and I have worked hard. Mm-hmm. We don't throw money away. Mm-mm. Seems like we do. No, not to me. But if you follow us, we don't. No. Nope. You guys, in, you have a portion of money you enjoy. Yep. You have a portion of money you use for other things. There you go. You know? I have... I'll be a, when I leave this earth I want a hundred thousand dollars in the bank that's not much to ask for no it's not that's for her to bank out and live on mm -hmm. she's 76 she has her own problems but I will, problems, leave, I will leave her with a full home a full automobile and a full bank account my my plan in life is to set myself up financially 
as early, I want to be doing what you've done in at this point in your life. I want to do it before I even have kids that are out of the house. You know, I want to I want paid for everything. I want a paid for house. You know, my thought with uh, with life is if I if I don't owe anybody money and all the money I make is for me. I, what's more American than owning everything you have? Yeah, uh, yes, and, you do. You know, to me, it's it's it, having the freedom to choose what I do with my days. Yep. Is is what it's all. I don't know if I'll ever. You know, I don't. I don't care if I'm ever not working. I always want to be working. I feel like that's how you got to be 91 years old. You ain't never stopped working. You maybe stopped working for other people, uh, but you've never ask stopped. Your mother, she'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You build furniture. I mean, you got a workshop still. You know, you're still doing stuff. Oh, by the way, we bought a router yesterday. A router? router. Or like a router. With a table. A table router? Yeah. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Them things can get dangerous. Just be ca- <laughs> I know you know how to use it better than most people probably, but just be careful. <laughs> but, you know, it's. I want to be as financially... I want to be financially free as early in life as possible. I want ourselves to be set up to where if for some unexpected reason I'm to pass that she's taken care of yeah or you know yeah. I, I want I want it to be I feel like the more things you're prepared for in life the more likely you are to have to not be prepared for them you know yeah they say that you ever heard Murphy's law yeah if it can go wrong it will go wrong it will go wrong yes so yeah but you do realize for the 20 years that I was in the service, after I married, Mary got, uh, Kay got pregnant. I got $10 every two months. Wow. Now that, oh, that, that was because she handled the she, checkbook. She took yeah. care of the checkbook. Yep. And she, I never saw a check after that. She after took care of it married. all? Yep. She took it all. Yes. She did a good job managing your money. Uh, she, she always knew what I wanted and needed, always had it. When I told her I wanted to buy that motor home, she had it. She had the money. Mm-hmm. We bought it. That's awesome. You got to have it. Yeah, well, yeah. That's if what you, you want to do, if you, you want to play, life. you got to have the money to back it. Mm-hmm. Don't borrow money to no, have fun. Don't borrow money to have fun because yeah. it's not fun. I think the only thing that really people should borrow money for anymore would be to buy a house because they're just so darn expensive. You know, to buy a house in cash is is difficult. It's a different story. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but you know, uh, you don't you don't need a brand new car. You don't need all these things that that everyone else is trying to say you can make payments on either. You know. Do you know I have owned five homes in my lifetime? Really? I have owned them. How's that feel? It's got to feel. It's got to feel like the most freeing thing ever. Because I know what it was like when I paid for my car. When I paid off yes. my car, the day I made that payment, yeah. I grabbed the steering wheel and it just felt different. Yeah, that was my problem, getting rid of a car payment. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we done. Mm-hmm. Mary and I, we did it. You don't owe nobody nothing. I don't owe nobody. I pay the insurance. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's 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 never going to go away. No. Yep. No. Now, what about what about other things in life? Just uh, like, would you recommend the military? Would you recommend? I would recommend every young man at the age of nineteen to be in the military to serve the country for a little serve bit. Serve his country for two years. Yep, just to experience it. Just to be there. Yeah. Learn how to be to take advice. 
them, them staff sergeants out there are not mean. They're trying to keep you alive. Mm -hmm. They don't always succeed, but they do. Mm -hmm. They they teach discipline, right? That's right. Discipline is number one. Mm -hmm. Learn to be regimented and yes. organized and yes. show up at when you need to show up. If I tell you to be up at 5.30 in the morning and every morning, you'll be up at 5.30 every morning. Or you're going to be disciplined because That's of it. That's it. Uh, yeah. You miss out. You don't know what you miss out on. Mm -hmm. Could be, could make, could be life yeah. or death. You never. It took know. me a while to learn that. Yeah. But it happened. Yeah. Now buying a house today is a different story. Mm -hmm. Different story. Yeah. But we got lucky. Yeah. We got lucky on. Well, this you one. say it's lucky, but you guys have been preparing for it for a while. You know. Yeah. So. You know, you guys are a huge inspiration to, to me more so than you probably realize. You know, I was super excited to get you on this podcast and get you talking about your whole life. I mean, to, to try and sum up your whole life in, in, you know, an hour and a half, two hours is going to be impossible. But to just get a glimpse into what it was like to be Paul Sheldon, you know, <laughs> for 91 years, that's that's a, no, that's we, a crazy we, thing. We've done all right. We're okay. We're happy. The kids are all happy. All got good jobs, all making money. Yeah. They're what not, was the secret? They're never to, going to be millionaires. What's the What's the secret to? I say secret. What What was a? What made your your marriages that you know to to Kay and to to Mary? What What made them so successful? Because you you're you work hard at being married. You work very hard being married. It doesn't come effortless. No, it does not. She will change you. Mm-hmm. And you'll change her. And you will change her. And you guys right. got to meet. If you don't meet in the middle, then you're not going to meet. Yeah. yeah. Marriage is hard work. Mm-hmm. Worth it. children are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they never grow up. <laughs> What's, uh, what was, do you have any advice about raising kids? What, no. what was your one takeaway from being a father of, you said f five or six kids? I had five kids. Okay. What what was what's the best advice you could give to somebody raising kids or what it's like to raise kids? Well, I had one go in the service and why he never stayed there, I'll never figure out, but it was her fault. He had married, had a baby, a beautiful son. Now he's a Heba. Now he's nothing. He's in prison. There was wretch of his life. Really? He didn't kill nobody, thank God. But he can't keep himself out of prison. Damn. And that was a sweet kid. Yeah. A sweet kid. We raised him. Kay and I raised two of our grandsons. Because we wanted to. Mm -hmm. Their father was working, so on and so forth. Their mother was straying. Mm-hmm. They're not getting my kids. Yeah. Well, what was what was some advice you could give? Just uh, as far as being a parent, is that a difficult job to do? Or is it? It's a difficult job. You have to be on your toes all the time. You have to listen to what they say. They have things to say. Because mm -hmm. they they have their own opinions. They have their own opinions, especially a little girl. Once she gets between five and six, 
she knows a lot. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She knows today, especially today. Yeah. More than my daughters knew, more than my sisters knew. What's that noise? Oh, it sounded like the chair was making a noise or something, like creaking. Oh, might have oh. been me. Okay, there no, you're good. Um, but raising kids at time can be fun. It it's as fun be. as you make it, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every Saturday, we'd flake out on the floor. Yeah. The street, that was, well, that's kids. Yeah. You know, watch TV, TV, get a commercial or something, we'd do something stupid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's all fun time. Yeah. Never hurt them. Yeah. Don't be mean to your kids. Yeah. Do not be mean to them. You have to be stern. You have to be stern. And disciplined. mean. Right. Now, I have an older son that will tell you different. Yeah. He's the only one that ever got whipped. Yeah. But he asked for it. Yeah. (laughs) Did he? Yes. Do you have a story for me? No, I don't know if I want to tell you that, but... Okay. He, uh... He quit school. Yeah. He's going to go to work. Okay, goes to work. He gets a job, nice job. But he's got to take his mother's car, and she needs it. So I bought him a car. Beautiful th- little Chevelle. You bought somebody a Chevelle? Yes, Look at you. a dummy. High roller over Not there. Not knowing, you yeah. know. Yeah. Not knowing. Yeah. But he's not working. He's hanging out with the wrong people, Mm. drinking. I know he is. He drove my brand new car, my first automobile. I ever bought brand new. Tore the rear end right out of it. I wasn't speeding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He was on the ice and he gunned it on the ice to hear the tires sing, and she caught the pavement and tore it up. Oof. I get up the next morning, go shopping, and I back out of the yard, and you ought to hear this racket. Boy, you were boiling. Oh, yeah. So I asked him, my Yankee motor band, I said, What happened to the car? He said, Why? What's the matter? I said, You back that car in there, you had to hear something. Yeah. Oh, he said it was making a little noise. <laughs> a little noise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, uh, I I like the idea that when you have kids, one of the things that somebody I uh, listened to said is with kids, the most valuable thing you can give a child is your time. Yes. Because that's all they want. They don't. They don't need money. No. They don't need you to buy most expensive stuff for them to be around. No. They don't need the video games. They just want to you to spend time with them. Sit on the floor and roll a ball back and forth with them. Yeah. Just give them your time. Because as a as a somebody who's raising kids, that time is their most valuable thing. And you see these parents these days at restaurants. They just give them a phone, shove a phone to their kid, their kid just to make them quiet. And yep. it's like, why don't you sit there and hang out with your kid yeah. play like crossword games or yeah. color yeah. with them or something we used to play monopoly and all that crazy stuff yes we did not because you wanted to but because they wanted to and you wanted to spend they time break out them. the games they we played they want to play dolls or trucks we played have you ever heard the phrase that more is caught than is taught yeah so you can teach your kid as much as you want but how you act around them means so much more 
That's why I can you, show you some pictures. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, it's like you, you've yeah. heard kids, like, you tell your kids not to swear, but if you're swearing around them all yes. the time, they're yes. going to learn to swear whether you told them not to or, or whatnot. So. Uh, I was very fortunate. Only had one that smoked, and yeah. he still smokes. Yeah. But right now he's dying, so I let him smoke. Hmm. He's 66 years old. He can do what he wants. So you live by your sword, die by your sword, yeah, that's right? that's right. That's exactly. the beautiful part about America is you can choose what you do with your life. Yeah. You have the freedom to you know, eat cheeseburgers every day if you want to and die by that. His wife had to quit her job to stay home to watch him. Yeah. She gets paid to take care of him. How so? state. They did oh, okay. taxes. Okay. Yep. Yep. He got hurt. He was a machinist when he got out of the Marine Corps. And he reached for something and he slipped. Mm. His foot slipped to his spine. Mm. He was cut both sides. Yeah. Got him. For the surgery? Yeah. Yeah. We could spend day after day with him. He's laying in bed. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. It's very now, tough I called him up here last year. How you doing? Okay, I just got home from the hospital. I said, what's going on? He said, I had three strokes. Wow. Wow. That's got to that's gotta be something from the smoking. He was working. He was selling newspapers. That's all he could do. Yeah. He couldn't work. Couldn't pick up anything. Yeah. Pick up a newspaper. You know? Yeah. That stinks, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's why I'm, I'm, you know, the quote that I've probably said on every single podcast I've ever done before is, you know... If you had a time machine and could go back and make go back go back and make a change, most people say they would change one small thing, so that would make a huge impact on their future. But few people will make that small change today. And the one thing that I've realized from talking to you and and when Papa was here talking to Papa or Grammy or you know, is the one thing I have on my hand right now that I need to realize is time. Yes. And the habits that yes. I form now are going to be what determines where I end up later in life. Yes, but you know, I never. Never mistreat this lady. No, I don't. I, we, we uh, you know, even when we uh, we have disagreements, we go we go cool off, cool off, we come back together, you know. It's just, Never go to bed mad. Nope. Try not to. Try not to. No. Nope. No matter how many children you have yep. or the wife. Yep. Doesn't make no difference. No. Nope. Treat each other with respect. Yep. Have to respect them. They are brushes. Like you said, it's it's work. It is a full-time job. It is. But it's but worth it. it's worth it. It's so worth it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because she's got my back, and I've yep. got her back. She's you know? good. So. You keep that. Yep. No, raising children, I was, my oldest daughter, my, yeah, my oldest daughter, would not sit at the dining room table with me until she was three years old. Why she not? was scared of me. She was scared of you. Yeah, because I would only come in once in a while. Oh, because you're in the military. Yeah. Okay. And I changed some of the rules after I got home for a few days, and that didn't work. No. No, Mama's in charge. No. You're gonna go in there and, and stir up the whole thing. Come on now. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you imagine it like this: if you got a new, if you've been working at the same place for three years. And a new manager comes in and, and flips everything of what <laughs> you've been doing. It. Are you going to listen to him? Yeah, you're going to say, no, going. I'm going to do what yeah. I've been doing. That's, That's what happened. Yeah. 
new management I, came I in. I had my like I had my second son tell me that. Yes, sir. Yep. He told me. He said you don't need to say anything. Yeah. Mama says it all. They said because as soon as you leave, yeah. mom's gonna go back to yeah, what she was doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but my kids were raised by their mother, except the last one. Yeah. I raised Lisa. Right. Not a very good job. Yeah. Until about two years ago, when I had to tell her, I don't care what you do or how you do it, but you get your own money because there is no more money here. Yeah. I'm making a life for myself. Mm -hmm. yep. I said, I have told this to your brother, and now I'm telling you, mm -hmm. there is no more. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me. Well, thank God. She Just like you don't borrow money, you shouldn't borrow I, money to people. I don't borrow money. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you shouldn't lend no. people money. Either. I have borrowed a lot of money in my time mm -hmm. to help these guys. Mm -hmm. I pay it all back. Mm -hmm. Now I don't owe nobody nothing, only yeah. the paper man. <laughs> 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 no, but my kids are doing all right. Right now, they're well taken care of. They've my oldest son; he's got himself a puppy and a wife that takes care of him. That's all he needs. The important thing I want to ask is: you're happy. I am very happy, and uh, and then, you know that's just awesome. That's that's awesome to be, because too many. I feel like too many people probably get to the later stages of life and look back on their life and they're not satisfied with how they've they've lived their lives. I did a good job. I think so. I think I did. I mean, whether you believe it or not, you partly raised Robbie and I. Well, I was very cautious about marrying again. Mm -hmm. After 40 some odd years. That was tough. It is tough. I can only imagine. But I met this lady and oh, she wasn't getting away from me. <laughs> if I could help it. Yeah. She can show you the engagement ring I gave her the first time. Mm -hmm. Do you know what it is? What? It's off a cat pistol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And well. I reached down in the beach in the sand on Fort De DeSoto mm -hmm. and there was that little. Yeah. Ring. You said I've had enough of waiting around, yeah, kicking right. the idea around. Right. Yeah. Now, um, now you you partly raised Robbie and I, and you know we've learned a lot from from you, and hopefully we can. Uh... Oh, that that's another good thing. That, now that I that you you scratching your arm, I noticed you have tattoos. That yes. was a very unusual thing. You, I have those about are, six of them. Yes. And they were those were old tattoos. That These were all back in the fifties. Before it was cool. Yep. Yep. That was. That was a lot of sailors did that, right? This, this one here is two of them. Yeah. That was a girl's name at one time. Oh, you had them go. And then over when it? I got married, I had to take do some real passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, do you like your tattoos? No. No. I don't like them. I like one of them. Which? Which one? This one here. Which one's that? That's her initials. Okay. K's. K M C. Okay. Yep. Well, that's awesome. So. When you got them, though, everyone was getting tattoos. Oh, they were getting, they were, we were crazy for tattoos. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the reason? Because back then that wasn't no. a normal thing. No. Only people that had no. tattoos were crazy people. We just get to drinking and talking about it and go do it. That's all. <laughs> Some liquid courage was involved. Yeah. yeah. Then you weren't supposed to do it. Get tattoos? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, no, no, no. 
getting made, that made it even more fun. Getting tattooed and sunburned. You got sunburned and you couldn't do your job. You got caught, my. Oh yeah, I heard. Yes. Yeah, I've heard yes. of, a buddy of mine. He um he got a really bad sunburn and and got got a ticket like a not like a ticket but like a fine for it. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. crazy because you're. You're government property. Yes, sir. You are government property. And they tell you you do not get a sunburn or a tattoo. You do not get a sunburn or a tattoo. So when you got your tattoos, you had to like hide you had to wear long sleeves, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you never got in trouble for your tattoos? No, I never did. Now they don't mess with the cook. I did. The skipper's ass went to me one time if I was I was taking this one off. Or it's this one. Yeah. This one. Yeah. I was taking that one off at the time. And he said, what you doing? I said, I'm taking this off. That guy was pumping milk in there and taking that off. Doing a good job. But he got transferred. But he, I got transferred, so just the, that stopped. They used milk to get the tattoos off? That's what he was using, a mixture of milk and some other stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, good technology you guys had back then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... That that's a because I always thought it was I don't cool. care what anybody says a tattoo hurts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, Colton's got a a, a big one, a big dragon yeah. down his arm. I you know I but still it hurts, don't it, Colton? Yeah, I, I still uh, I still don't have any tattoos. Mm-hmm. When I was uh, like seventeen, I wanted all kinds of tattoos. Yeah, and then when I when I think it was one of those things. It was like uh, before I could. That's what made me because I couldn't. That's why I wanted it so yeah, bad. And once know. I could, I and that's probably the same thing yeah, with you yeah. because you weren't supposed to have a major yeah, one of them anymore. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of things that you push know. your limits on. Yeah, you yeah. kind of press yeah. the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about before you? No, we end this up. I'm, I am done. Okay. Well, thank you so thank much you. for thank you for coming and doing this. This is. I, you know, even if only I ever listen to it or Robbie ever listens to it, this will be something that uh, we'll have for forever. Anybody in the family can listen to it. Yes. If they want to. Yes. Anybody in the world. I, I say nothing bad. No. No. You, well, you're honest. And that's that's the thing that I'm hoping... I'm hoping my personality with this podcast will be... will be... What shows through the most is just my... I'm just upfront and honest you know I don't hide who I am I'm not scared of who I am no so I have no problems telling everybody who I am can I say something yes do you know what his history what the medical stuff Colton you okay he, but he wasn't okay. around for no, it yeah so he doesn't I watched him go blind yeah I watched him get his spine drained two and three times a day mm-hmm a five-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a... You know You know what the crazy part is about that whole thing, Grandpa? It didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. Like, today. Like, sitting across from you, like, I remember all of it, but I think everyone around me was more scared than I was. Because I, I, I didn't know any better. We were scared. Yeah, you guys knew better. I didn't. At that time, I just knew that that's what I had to do. Yep. And I, you did it. Yep. Well, I did it. I didn't know no better. You did it and did it well. I grew up with that, so it doesn't feel. You like... could take a test, and those big machines would scare man. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother me for some reason. It just was uh, this. You that was just that my when life. You have children. It was just my life. If you, you know? decide to have children. Oh, well, I want to have kids. Okay. I'd like to have kids. I'll be careful. Whether 
whether I have kids of my own or we adopt kids, hey, I'd, I'd like to be a dad one day. Adopt or have them. It doesn't make no difference. I'd like to be a dad one day. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. But, you know, I think that uh, I'm hoping that my, my honesty is what what a lot of people... I, I, I don't understand how people are dishonest these days. Because I just... You know, when I bought that ring for Daniela and not telling her about that ring... You know how difficult that was for me. I, knew that. I was worried. I, knew that. I thought I was going to get an ulcer. I we were waiting for the phone call. Yes, yes. I man, I was a uh, man. That was a that was a difficult thing to not tell her when I tell her yeah. everything. You know, to not tell her that I bought her a ring. That was that was difficult. But yeah, going to the jewelry store. Yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. I, you, and you hear on the news about these people who live two lives. They have two families, and I'm like, yeah. how do they hide one from the other? I can't. I could barely keep the fact that I was going to a jewelry store to get a ring. I couldn't keep. I hardly couldn't keep it. I had to tell everybody. Well, we waited for the phone call. Yes. Well, Grandpa, yep. I really appreciate you doing this more so than I think you'll ever realize. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Grandpa, and I hope that uh, everyone who listens to it realizes uh, takes away some key points from it. You told some great stories, so I think I think this is going to be an awesome podcast. I we still on record? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say this. Military life is not easy. It's hard. But it's good. It's worth it. It is worth it. The end results for me, personally, have been tremendous. I'd say. I got a great wife. I know you and Robbie. And now, you're two ladies. Mm-hmm. And your mother is my girlfriend. Yep. Okay. Your best. Yeah. My mom. My mom is your is a great friend of yours. And yes, she she's is. Your, she's your daughter. Yes, she's she your is. daughter. She's, she is she's not daughter. your blood daughter, but she's your daughter. Yep. She is yep. my daughter. Yep. Yep. And anybody else that's attached to you and Ryan, or me and Robbie, I mean, Robbie. Yep. Is great. Yep. Well, thank you. You you were a part of that more so than you ever realize. But thank you, Grandpa. Thank you. And thank you for coming on here. Bye, everybody. Hello, everybody. This episode is over, but if you would like to support the podcast, you can head on over to the Instagram account to Somehow We're Adults and use the link in the bio to donate to the PayPal account there. All of the money that is donated will be used to make the podcast better. But either way, I'll keep it going. Make sure to follow the podcast where you listen to it for future episodes of Somehow We're Adults. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.